KGUM, AM and Agatha, Guam. We've got to lock down to Man Land and Sea with Dave Duaneus only on Guam's hottest talk, News Talk, K57. News of Guam and our island environment. How you doing? 32 minutes after 6. Dave Twain is with you, your host, every Thursday, 6.30 to 8 p.m. And it's a great, uh, just love doing this show. All about the environment. Um, lots of stuff in the news. Of course, our show, Man, Land, and Sea, is predominantly about uh, the environment. So we'll try and stick to the topic. But sometimes it gets a little difficult because of what's going on of course we know what's going on COVID-19 was it May 11th is a day that everyone should uh, be aware of May 11th is the day that our Magahaga our governor Leon Guerrero based on the uh, number of positive or negatives on COVID-19 if the numbers are keeping in on track and are coming out very low or zero positive, we might very well lift some of the, the governor might lift some of the restrictions on May 11th. Uh, some of the restrictions, they're going to uh, um, relax on is the uh, opening of certain businesses, namely like some restaurants, maybe some bars, some real estate offices, even some GovGuam uh, offices will be open. Um, a lot, of course, a lot of the uh, stipulations will be made. You know, for example, bars and uh, restaurants should the uh, they lift and lift the uh, executive order and allow these businesses to open. That um, they will be, of course, uh, required to 
um, partake in the uh, social distancing and you know for example the restaurant for just an example I don't exactly know what they're going to do with the restaurants but uh, well a little bit I do with the restaurants for example uh, it might be uh, reservations that way they can uh, control the number of uh, customers that come into the restaurants the restaurant itself would have to configure the seating uh, dining tables to comply with the social distancing of six feet or more so those type of things would be have to be implemented uh, as well as uh, of course wearing your mask Uh, it it doesn't uh, take away any of those um, precautions that we are all accustomed to now you know wash your hands uh, apply hand sanitizers stuff like that but uh, May 11th is when if everything goes uh, if everything, um, all the negatives and positives start coming in um, as they have with low numbers, then we very well, might, uh, the governor might very well lift some of the restrictions and open up a lot of these businesses. And again, with uh, different stipulations, um, along with uh, some government uh, offices as well, which is good. Uh, we, I personally have seen uh, an increase, a big time increase in the number of vehicles on the road. And as is, uh, you've probably heard, it was in the news, the uh, petroleum company, the gas stations have, <laughs> they're very smart, aren't they? they the gas companies uh, increased their price for fuel by 15 cents. I think, uh, <laughs> just my opinion, I think it was by design. They know coming up very shortly, or they, they know already that there's more traffic on the road. And, you know, it was nice that the price was going down, but uh, <laughs> I don't appreciate them raising it back up. You know, they lower it, $0.10, cents, $0.07, cents, but when they raise it, it's always $0.15. Cents. So I believe that the, the barrel of oil is still at a price that dictates that the price should continue to be reduced. However, that's not the case. They decided to raise it up another $0.15. Cents. I was just fortunate for me. I filled up uh, yesterday. <laughs> it was uh, it was still at what was it three three oh seven something like that. Uh, plus, I get a fifteen cent a gallon discount using my credit card, so I wound up buying my gas at two eighty five, two dollars and eighty five cents with my discount. Luckily, I was able to gas yesterday. Uh, once again, welcome to Man, Land, and Sea. 37 minutes after 6. You got something you want to talk about? It don't really have to be about the environment. Um, but uh, we can talk about We'll talk about anything you want to talk about. Uh, namely, I, I mention it every chance I get. Because of the current crisis that we're in, it does not repeat. does not mean that everything that we were that we were concerned about as far as the environment went away it's still there namely for example um illegal dump sites which is a big pet peeve for me um illegal dump sites are still rampant around the island and according to uh, my mayor in dedido um it's it has increased and uh for some whatever reason um illegal dumping is still a major problem and um, so we, we 
got to keep a keen eye on that. Uh, you know, we live in a beautiful island. Beautiful island. Keep it clean. Busta Ibasula. That's a, a phrase. Uh, a good friend of, friend of mine, uh, Angel Sublime, came up with that wording. Busta Ibasula. I like that name. Uh, that was during a town town hall meeting that they had uh, to address the issue of illegal dumping and illegal dump sites. Um, actually, during that uh, town hall meeting that they had, this is like a few months ago, months ago, about three months at least, they were supposed to set up some kind of a hotline, and that was the phrase. It was going to be called Busta Basula. And the hotline you will call up, and if you suspect, or see individuals uh, illegally dumping, you could call the hotline and the uh, authorities would go out there and, and investigate and, uh, you know, cite them or what have you. But unfortunately, that uh, never materialized for whatever reason. Not sure why, but it just never materialized. Um, the uh, problem with illegal dumping didn't go away. Still there, you know. Um, I had, a, I had a saying, when you go to, for example, you go to the beach, and a lot of us, we love going to the beach for our families and having barbecues and what have you. And But a lot of people go to the beach, they barbecue, they drink, drink their beer, drink their soda. And then when they leave after the barbecue, they leave all their trash. Some of them might even bag it up in a trash, plastic bag, but they leave it right there. <laughs> and uh, that's not very nice, not very nice at all. When you go to these uh, establishments, I mean, the, uh, the beaches and stuff, the only thing you should leave behind is your footprint. That's it. That's the way it should be. Leave it clean for the next uh, family or gathering that goes there. It's just terrible that they... Uh, I, I've been to a lot of the beaches and parks around our island, and some of them is just outrageously trash. Namely, I, I went to... The last one I went to, Tengisan Beach... Tangisan Beach, um, historically, is just trashed. I mean, litter and trash bags all over the place. And it just astounds me how, you know, the people that do that, it's like, why? Why do you do that? You know, it's terrible. Um, anyway, the, the, the point of the matter that I'm making is, yes, we're in a crisis with uh, COVID-19. And yes, we've been uh, staying home. And a lot of us are getting uh, what they call cabin fever. You know, we any chance we can we can get to get out of the house, we do it. Um, every Thursday, I get to come up here to the station and do this show. So that's my little uh, relief, and uh, I get out when I have to. Uh, I only go out when I have to. I go and get my essentials, food. I need to pick uh, pick up uh, pharmaceuticals, uh, medicine, uh, prescriptions. I go do that. Uh, if I need to go put gas, I can do that. But, you know, we restrict ourselves and try to abide by what is needed to starve this virus. And that's the only way we can get rid of COVID-19, to starve the virus. You know, if it doesn't have a chance to migrate and infect somebody else, which starts the whole cycle again, we cut it off at a certain point, then in We'll, we'll beat this thing. So, once again, people, thank you. Thank you, everyone in Guam, for doing your part. We do everything we can. Um, a lot of the uh, relief funding, uh, 
thank goodness, is finally, finally going to be coming. <laughs> and I say that with a, a great assault almost. Uh, you know, the 1,200, 2,400, 500 for children or minors under 17. That is, uh, that's supposed to be administered and the checks are supposed to be uh, mailed out from the Department of Revenue and Tax. That has finally, the funds have finally been uh, sent to Guam and we, according to Revenue Tax, we should, hopefully, a lot of us see, be seeing the uh, mailing and distribution of the uh, stimulus re uh, relief funds. 1200 again for single filers uh, and they have to make at least less than 75,000 a year 150,000 for joint filers and you'll be uh, definitely be receiving that funds and they say in about a week a week or two just to be safe just <laughs> count on a couple weeks at least of course the governor through the her executive order, and she had $117 million to to uh, spend. And she came out with uh, the expenditures, and she spent all of it, $117 million worth. And part of that was $300 for uh, individuals that qualify, uh, $300 per adult, $1,200 maximum for families. So that's if you got four in your family, even if you have five, you, you can only get 1200 max. But that uh, relief funding was uh, uh, going to be administered, and you have to apply with the Department of Public Health and Social Services. Uh, and there's an application process that you must uh, apply in order to qualify, to see if you qualify. Recipients of SNAP, Medicaid, welfare, Boots, you know, those type. If you're in the system already, you do not, repeat, you do not have to apply. You would automatically receive the uh, $300, again, per individual, 1200 maximum for a family. You would automatically, but if you have not or are not in the system, you would have to apply. Here's the thing, like I was telling my wife, I said, uh, I looked at the application. It's basically an application when you apply for for the SNAP program. If you ever applied for a SNAP, you know how it's a eight page application, and you have to put you got a documentations are required, birth certificates, social security numbers, uh, valid ID, all those stuff. But basically, it's a it's a SNAP application. It's a food stamp. It's a welfare. It's a Medicaid application. So if you don't if you don't qualify for that in the past, you probably don't qualify. Like my wife and I, we don't qualify. So I said, forget about that particular relief funding that the governor has implemented and going to be distributed by the Department of Public Health and Social Services. It's not going to work for us. So we got to wait for the other stimulus relief, and that's the one going to be mailed out by the. Revenue tax, the twelve hundred and twenty four hundred for family joint filers, and we're looking at about a week or two from now. Supposedly, people should start receiving that, and you know, is it late in getting to us? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, depending who you talk to, yeah, a lot of a lot of the uh, residents are a little frustrated. You know, a lot of the 
families and uh, households have lost either their job completely, they were furloughed, reduced uh, hours, and uh, some of them just outright, again, the job is gone. They're looking for it. So those individuals would more than likely qualify for these uh, different relief packages, and rightly so. <clears throat> they definitely need some help. 46 minutes after 6. Isaiah, how you doing? We got our producer. Get him to say something. How you doing, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good. Hey, how are you holding up and your family? My family and I are doing great. Um, well, I feel like we've catched up a lot of on a lot of family time. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> I would imagine. It's, I think I think now we've been, uh, you know, stay home type thing. Mm-hmm. I think it was going on, what, two months almost? Yes. Yeah. Go, yeah, going on two months. I, I was just telling the, the listeners, did you know that gas prices went up? Yes, I, I heard. <laughs> yeah. I got lucky. I put gas yesterday. So wow. I was able I know. To, I, was, I don't yeah. know. It keeps dropping and then it's going to go back up. Well, the gas companies, as I, I was alluding to earlier, um, they're pretty smart. You know, they know that uh, things are somewhat getting back and there's more tr- more people on the road um, in the last week at least. Mm-hmm. And they've noticed that as well. So right away. And they just lowered it 10 cents just like last week. Yeah. They lowered it last week about 10 cents or 7 cents, I think. And then they raised it up 15 cents. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you know, we got... What have we got? Mobile, Shell, 76, right? Mm-hmm. And they all follow each other. So it doesn't matter. I, I wish one of these uh, gas uh, petroleum companies, like they do in the mainland, in the mainland where I was living in Texas at the time, the all the different uh, gas stations, they, they're in competition. Mm-hmm. So you can go to one gas station, it'll be... 258 you go to the next one it's 248 so you know people pick and choose yeah here in guam it's not that not that it never has been mm-hmm. <laughs> one company raised their price oh mobile raised their price <laughs> what does that mean to you and i that means the other two are going to raise their price yeah almost immediately and it happens all the time and historically it uh they're still doing it so why do they do it are they Supposedly, there are different companies. You would think that they would want to uh, lure the customer to their establishment by, you know, but no, that's not how it works here. Not not at all. Um, as well, Isaiah, Isaiah mm-hmm. uh, how's the, you see any uh, increase in trash in your village? No, I haven't seen any. Well, I don't drive around <laughs> much, so I've, been, I've just been staying home working out, so I don't really see, I don't really drive around to see any trash on the roads huh. did you ever 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 participated in an event it's the biggest island cleanup the coastal cleanup International. yes i have oh yeah mm-hmm. uh peggy denny yeah that's her <laughs> yeah that uh i think this year i believe if i'm not not exactly 100 percent accurate i think it's going to be the 27th or 28th consecutive year oh wow and i'm so proud of that event mm-hmm. I was the one to start that 27, oh, 28. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> the Guam International Coastal Cleanup. It's an island-wide cleanup. We started back then when the first year we ever done it. We only had three sites. Three sites. Yeah. Okay. Three sites, and I believe uh, the numbers at that time, we had like uh, 
300 plus participants. 300, oh wow. Now, 27, 28 years later, it's, we have like 20 mm-hmm. sites, upwards of 5,000 volunteers. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it just grew to such a huge proportion now that, but yeah, moral of the story, I'm just so proud of the event. You know, yeah. it, it really, Peggy Denning, there's a, a, a teacher from GW, Linda Tetro. Okay. Uh, if you don't know her, she's a very well known in the environmental field. Uh, she teaches uh, envir- environmental class at GW. She's now retired. Uh, one of the first site leaders, and we have, you know, again, we have sites all over the island. We also dive for trash. You ever never did that one? Huh? No. <laughs> yeah, I got. It. I had all three dive stations, uh, local dive companies participate, and they actually don their scuba gear mm-hmm. and dive for wow. trash. And uh, it is awesome. I, I was uh, um, able to see some video footage uh, of them uh, picking up trash underwater. Mm-hmm. And you would be shocked to see how, how much trash is underwater. Wow. Literally like a junkyard. I'm telling you. And uh, uh, again, kudos to all of the volunteers. And it's coming up in September. September. Yeah. Okay. It's the uh, second Saturday in September every single year. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's so, good. <laughs> yeah, I, I just had a feeling being, uh, you just graduated, right? Well, yes. Kind of, yes. <laughs> okay. oh, yes. This year, right? Yes, this, this year. 2020. What's, what, what high school? JFK. JFK. How are you guys going to do that? Virtual? Uh, no, graduations are canceled. Completely. Yes, it's canceled. They, they didn't do anything to... I Well, I got an email maybe four days ago. They said that we would just have a scheduled day to pick up our diplomas. So there's no... Wow. I don't think there's any celebrations. Yeah, I, I think the different uh, schools have different ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think some of them are trying to make it as memorable as they can for the, for the graduate. You know, after 12 years of going to school... That day is such an important day, and you know when it finally comes and this thing happens, and you're not able to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, do the ceremonial walk down and receive your diploma. It's just a crying shame, and uh, yeah. you know, let alone the big parties afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but yeah, uh, I guess you can look at it two ways. Now, another way, you can say, hey, I can remember my uh, graduation because we didn't really have any ceremony. We just picked it up at the school and went home. Anyway. Thank you, Jeremy. For, I mean, I'm Jeremy. <laughs> Isaiah. <laughs> no for, problem. For being the producer. Um, he's our producer for Man, Land, and Sea, and uh, up and coming. Uh, you're still doing radio, right? And the other station? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. What station? Power 98. Power 98. Do you have a special name or you just go by? I name? go by Busy Izzy. Dizzy Izzy. Dizzy Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I figured you might have a radio name. Yeah. Uh, back in the day when I was a, a radio announcer, uh-huh. regular radio <laughs> I had the most corniest name what was your name on the air actually a friend of mine just said okay you're Dave the DJ okay fine <laughs> that was Dave the DJ that's pretty catchy uh, nah, it's super generic uh, yeah I was a radio announcer here in Guam for pretty much all the stations wow and uh, look you know 30 40 years later I'm doing talk radio so that's good yeah talk radio oh my gosh big difference i'm telling you big big difference uh seven minutes to the top of the hour welcome to man land and see um again and before i forget if you didn't know isaiah this week is nurses week 
Mm. And it's also Teacher Appreciation Week. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you for bringing that up. Is it? Really? Yes, it is Teacher Appreciation Kudos Week. Kudos to the teachers. We definitely appreciate you. I know my daughter, who's a uh, third grader, going to be fourth grade. She goes, Dad, did I get promoted? I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did. Uh, you know, I wonder how that worked. You know, you know, school was ended uh, prematurely, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, I wonder how that worked. Uh, did everyone just get promoted? I not really sure how that worked but uh anyway um teachers appreciation and nurses week uh frontliners out there who's taking care of the, the people that uh become ill and they do it every day not just now in this crisis but i just wanted to put that out there that uh kudos we salute you i i definitely appreciate what you do to all the nurses in guam thank you very much of course our our firefighters our first responders our our police department, every one of you, all the frontliners out there doing everything you do uh, for us in the community. Thank you. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. So I wanted to mention that. And getting back to the conversation that I had, uh, uh, a lot of the issues that we had regarding the environment, it's still there. It just didn't fade away. It didn't disappear. It's still there. I mentioned the illegal dump sites. They are still there. And people are still dumping illegally. Uh, Guam Solid Waste Authority, they're still picking up uh, curbside uh, trash pickup. They're not temporary. They're not picking up recyclables. Uh, Cardboards, you can still recycle. The ones that they're definitely not accepting at this time is plastics, which is a major, major problem, not just in Guam, but all over the world. All your plastics, uh, you're just asked to keep them, store them until they can figure out later on what to do with them. Cardboard, on the other hand, is still a recyclable that is in demand and they would actually pay you for it. You know, some people will pay you for cardboard. But uh, cardboard is definitely, uh, you can take them to the, uh, for example, the Harmon Transfer Station and you can still dispose of the, your cardboard there. You cannot uh, dispose of the plastics because nobody, when I say nobody, I'm talking, we had people like China and then the different countries that were buying a lot of our recy- recyclable items, uh, as they used to do with abandoned vehicles as well. Uh, that business has <laughs> went down to zero. At one point, abandoned vehicles, you can take an abandoned vehicle as long as it had an engine catalytic converter still in the in the vehicle you can take it to a, a recyclable uh, recycling company global recycling pyramid recycling those type of establishments and they would actually pay you for the vehicle upwards of 100 some 100 and some dollars per vehicle now those same companies they'll accept your vehicle abandoned vehicle to be recycled and you still can dispose of them there the only difference now they're not going to pay you a penny you're going to pay them to take it <laughs> you get, they're going to charge you at least i think it's a hundred dollars now it's a hundred dollars or 75 something like that uh, i had a good friend who was uh, in the business and when it was uh back when they were accepting vehicles uh, it was a very uh profitable business he just got his uh wrecker and pick up all the abandoned vehicles and every vehicle that he brought to the recycling company he got paid again upwards of a hundred hundred dollars per vehicle of course like i said it had had to have all the you got to have an engine especially the catalytic converters were also very hot uh they're not even accepting those anymore but uh 
catalytic converters have a certain uh forgot what was the element that uh, makes it uh, valuable at one point people were cutting off cat catalytic converters and vehicles and selling them to the recycling companies that's not the case anymore but uh you know something to be aware of uh stray dogs still a problem still a problem plenty of stray dogs I brought this up last week on the show. Uh, I've seen an increase. I don't know if it's just me, but I've seen an increase for whatever reason. Chickens. Chickens galore. I got chickens all sizes. All male, female, baby chicks. And my front lawn, my front yard now is like the uh, the moon crater. You got holes. <laughs> you know, chickens like to dig these little holes so they can cool off in the hot sun and not my, just me but my neighbors as well their their yard is you know when i'm driving in my front yard i park in the grass it's all full of holes so there's an increase in chickens for some reason uh feral pigs there's tons of feral pigs out there they're still there they didn't go away and with that said uh <laughs> i see somebody's calling uh, unfortunately we're going to the cbs news it's just a few seconds for, for those of you that want to call in and uh, you got something you want to say. Again, you can talk about, I'm willing to talk to you about anything you want to talk about. So with that said, we're going to take a short break. CBS News coming up next. KGUM, Agonia, we are. K57 is KGUM, Agatya Guam. 